Welcome to Make Bank with Marie Wold. I'm Marie, and for the last decade, I've been helping women set and hit unrealistic goals while building their definition of a rich life. This podcast is your ultimate destination for unfiltered discussions about personal development, entrepreneurship, wellness, confidence, wealth building, relationships, and so much more. We're creating our dream lives together, and I'm so glad you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I am going a little bit rogue this week because my team and I had another episode scheduled, but instead I'm coming to you with this short little solo episode because this has been such a pertinent, important conversation, popular conversation with my clients and I lately. And now I'm personally having to like revisit the things that we're talking about today. And I'm going to give you some more context in a minute. But this episode is perfect if you've been feeling a little stuck, unmotivated, creatively blocked, just you're not in your groove. Maybe some life stuff happened Maybe you're dealing with some family stuff, some personal stuff. Maybe your mental health hasn't been the best. Maybe you've just been like super stressed and busy and pulled in a bunch of different directions. Maybe you're just feeling like you're in a slump and you just know that you need to get back in your groove. However, (laughs) the idea of getting back in the groove and returning to like what you normally expect from yourself in terms of productivity and discipline and self-care and work and all that, that expectation is feeling really heavy. And I know for a lot of my clients and definitely for myself, when you're in that space of knowing that you're not on your game, knowing you're not in the groove, but you need to get back to it, that pressure can so easily like backfire and feel suffocating and kind of paralyze you. So that's what this episode is going to be about. It is my three steps for getting back in the groove, three steps for getting unstuck when life has been lifing or when you're just feeling unmotivated or maybe you've been in a slump, maybe you've been traveling. And so that's that's this week's episode. Before we get into the nitty gritty, the three steps, and there's actually like a bonus tip for you in there as well. But before we get into the three steps, I wanted to make sure that you heard the news. I am spilling some of my best insider secrets during a free live workshop that's coming up. It's called Become a Client Magnet. And this is your chance to get some of my signature content and client attraction strategies. These are some of the very same strategies that have allowed my clients and I to change lives and make millions as online coaches. And again, it's totally free. So it's a 60-ish minute workshop with all the actionable takeaways. You know how I do. It has a Q&A section and a juicy bonus resource to help you implement. This is a free workshop, perfect for beginner and aspiring online coaches who want to attract and sign more dream clients, grow their following, and feel confident showing up on social media. And honestly, even if you're more established, this is a great way to just give yourself a tune-up and make sure that you're not missing any blind spots, maybe get some new ideas, and feel re-energized, re-motivated about your content and clients attraction. So this is perfect for health, fitness, wellness coaches, life mindset, spiritual coaches, career and like personal development coaches, really any type of coach. This is the workshop for you. It's going down on Wednesday, February 15th. 
15th and to reserve your seat for free, all you have to do is go to mariewold.com slash client magnet workshop mariewold.com slash client magnet workshop. It's also linked in my Instagram bio and we'll also link it in this episode description, but it takes 10 seconds to save your seat totally free and it's going to be an amazing time with so many breakthroughs and light bulb moments. And we always make it a party whenever I have a workshop, whenever I have a webinar, it's always a good time. So I hope to see you there. Now let's get into this three-step process for getting unstuck and getting your groove back. And I'm making this only three steps. I could make it more complicated. I could make it more detailed, but I'm making this only three steps because as I already said, when you are already feeling overwhelmed or stuck or just not yourself, adding more steps, more expectation, more things to your to-do list can just totally backfire and make you feel even more stuck and like buried under the weight of your to-do list and the expectations that you're putting on yourself. So this is three simple steps. And step one starts with rest. (laughs) And the reason why this was super relevant, and I actually shared it on my Instagram story, like just the, the briefest overview is I was recently at a horse show. So if you don't know, I'm an equestrian as my other life, (laughs) like my entrepreneurship version of like Hannah Montana, Miley Stewart, if you will. And I spend a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of energy um, doing the horse girl thing. So I was at a horse show for the last four days. I was pretty much off social media, wasn't really plugged into work very much. Um, But I am also juggling buying a house and planning a wedding in the next three months all at the same time. So I was feeling kind of unplugged from work and good on that regard, but also just the weight of all the things happening, plus trying to be present and perform and do well at the horse show. Um, just felt like a lot. So when I got back to my house on Sunday night, I was like, oh my God, this week is just feeling really daunting. Like I'm feeling very overwhelmed and I'm feeling really disconnected from all the things that I need to do. And normally I feel really excited for Mondays because I fully take a weekend off. I've actually been doing three-day weekends um, just as like a normal thing lately. And normally I get to Monday and I'm like ready to go. I know exactly what needs to happen. I'm excited to do it, but not this week. And I think that is super common and super normal for that to happen sometimes. So if that happens to you, don't beat yourself up because something I've really learned over the course of my personal development journey and running a business and just being a human is that adding like guilt, judgment, shame, on top of not feeling motivated or struggling to get shit done does not help. Like that just makes everything feel worse. So first of all, before we even get to step one, give yourself some grace, beating yourself up and like shaming, bullying yourself (laughs) into getting back on track, not helpful. In fact, I need you to instead for step one, schedule in time for rest before you expect yourself to make shit happen. And if you are an achiever type like me, if you're very like driven, if you always need to be doing something, maybe you're an Enneagram three like me, whatever it is, I know that it is 
hard to rest when you know that there's stuff that needs to get done. However, when you're feeling really overwhelmed and when you're feeling burnout or symptoms of burnout, choosing to spend an hour or two hours or half a day or even a day to rest is going to make everything else possible. If I would have not rested Sunday night and like Monday morning, I would have spent twice as much time on each task I was trying to get done. Instead of, I spent the first half of Monday laying on the couch, reading my Kindle, hanging out with my dogs, just kind of like dipping into my team Slack and into my client messages, but not really putting a lot of pressure to respond. Like I had a very slow morning and that made it so that when I logged into work for the afternoon, I actually felt rested and I had the energy to do it instead of just waking up and like white knuckling through my work, not being able to focus, not being able to like motivate myself. It took me half the amount of time because I rested first. So step one of getting back in your groove is actually taking some pressure off. And I know that feels counterintuitive, especially if you're like me and you're used to pushing when you need to get stuff done. And there is absolutely a time to push, right? I pushed a lot last week to get ready for the horse show and do wedding planning stuff and house shopping stuff and all these things, right? But this time it was time to rest because I recognized that it wasn't going to be productive to just throw myself into work and not take care of me first. So whether that is, again, like a slow morning or taking your dog for a walk, going for a drive, taking a nap, take some pressure off, schedule in time for rest and look at that as step one, not you delaying this process. It is part of the process to rest, recharge, and even gather the energy and the ability to move forward. Okay, so that is step one. Step two is to do a big brain dump of all the to-dos, the don't forgets, anything that is swirling around your brain of like, I need to do this. I can't forget this thing. I should be doing this. Oh, I need to get back to this person. Anything that is swirling around in your brain, do a brain dump. You can do it in like your notes app, in a Google doc, on a physical piece of paper. Personally, I like to start with a physical piece of paper because a lot of science shows that when you are physically writing stuff out, that helps your brain process it. So I like to start with that if it's around, if it's accessible. However, notes app, totally fine. Whatever is easy, just brain dump it all out. It doesn't need to be perfect. Don't worry about priority level or timing or when things need to get done. Just get it all out. And the reason why this is so helpful is when it is just all existing in your brain and it's all swirling around up there, it's getting tangled and it feels super chaotic and it actually feels like more, like keeping it all in your head multiplies the stress, the pressure, the perceived weight of all the things that you need to do. And when you actually get it out on paper and are able to look at it, then you're going to go ahead and evaluate like priority and urgency and the time required for each of those things. And 9.5 times out of 10, when I do this exercise, I realize, okay, I don't actually have as much stuff as I thought that like needs to happen immediately. 
and it's not going to take me that longer and it's not that hard. And I, it really helps me face all, all the stuff that felt like so much. It helps me realize, okay, I can actually do this. This is doable. And I actually have a more in-depth exercise for organizing your overwhelm and like organizing all the stuff in your brain. I will link that episode in this description, but that episode is my episode about beating overwhelm and productivity tips. So I have a whole exercise of like how exactly I brain dump and prioritize, but we don't need to get into the weeds on that for just this episode. For getting unstuck, I just want you to get it all out of your brain. I want you to look at all the stuff that's swirling around and just evaluate priority and urgency for the stuff that needs to happen. And you're going to realize, okay, the things that are super important today, this week, I can handle it. And I know that when you are feeling overwhelmed and you feel like there's a lot to do, taking time to rest first, and then also taking time to like pause and organize your thoughts and get everything out on paper and stuff might feel like a waste of time. You might be tempted to skip that part. Steps one and two, you might be tempted to skip them. Do not skip them because if you skip them, you're going to start just chaotically throwing yourself at stuff that A, might not be the most important, B, might not be the most urgent, or C, you are going to work super freaking slow because you are still operating from this place of like overwhelm and chaos and not being able to actually be productive. You're going to keep yourself super busy and just like fry your nerves, but you're not going to actually be productive, meaning doing the important work and doing it efficiently. So I know it's tempting when you feel like there's so much to do, but take a minute to sharpen the saw. As they say, there's a saying, I, I'm probably going to butcher it, but basically if you need to, let's say, cut down a tree, it's actually going to be faster to not start cutting right away, to take some time to sharpen your saw and then cut the tree. Then if you're in a rush and you just immediately go start hacking away at it with a dull saw, right? So you're going to save time by sharpening your saw and then getting to the tree versus just like running up to the tree and hoping for the best, right? So take time to sharpen your saw and then we go to step three. And step three is also going to feel counterintuitive because contrary to the results of step two, where we brain dumped and prioritized, do not put pressure on yourself to tackle the biggest, hardest, most important thing first. I know that we just prioritize and we just figured out what is the most urgent and important thing to do. I don't want you to do that thing yet because the most important, urgent thing on your list is probably something that feels big, something that feels a little daunting because essentially what has happened is your momentum has gone to zero or close to it and going from zero to 100 on momentum and going from zero to tackling something that requires a lot of focus and sharpness and time and energy and thoughtfulness is tough. And expecting yourself to start there can just add to our overwhelm, can add to our like analysis paralysis, can add to this like freeze place that we can end up in. So I want you to actually pick something that feels easy and fun as your first task off that list or your first foray back into 
making shit happen. Start with something that feels easy. Start with something that is fun just to get that little momentum built. Because again, going from zero to 100 is super daunting. So just start by going from like zero to 10. And then going from like 10 to 25 is way easier. And then going from like 25 to 50 feels super doable. And then going to like 50 to 80, totally fine. 80 to 100, light work, right? So if you can just gain that initial traction, if you can just pick one thing that's going to give you a quick win and give you that dopamine of like, okay, I crossed something off. That was fun. That was good. That was not that hard. If you can give yourself that initial reward, and show yourself that, okay, actually, I can start tackling things, tackling things, and it's not going to be that bad. It's going to give you that motivation and that energy to keep going. So pick something easy. Do not do what feels obvious from step two and tackle the biggest, hardest, most important thing. Start with something fun, easy. Take your momentum from zero to 10 before you go from zero to 100. And that is step three. It's literally that easy to get out of a slump, get out of overwhelm, is to rest, recharge your energy, get your priorities straight, and start rebuilding momentum with something easy. Getting out of your slump can be that simple, but we make it harder by putting a lot of pressure on ourselves, by making ourselves feel guilty, by making ourselves feel like we are failing or by judging ourselves. And so I love this process. We're just kind of stripping that away and letting it be easy. Once you get to step three and you get that first like hit of accomplishment out of the way, you're on track. You're back to building your momentum and just keep going from there. And I find that from a standpoint of like not hitting momentum zero too often, it's easiest to find ways, whether it's building in routines or processes or systems or support where you never hit full zero or you rarely hit full zero with your momentum. Like you might dip from momentum at 90 to then 50, back up to 80, down to 40, and you might ebb and flow. And that's super, super normal to have ebbs and ebbs and flows in your productivity and your output and your motivation and your energy. Like that is so normal. But if we can build in ways to not get all the way to zero, you're going to have to struggle less to get back on track. So this is a good place for you to think about where can I build in these routines, these daily actions these processes in my life that help me maintain momentum, whether that is a specific like recurring task in your business or whether that's starting your day with your morning planner or going for a walk or listening to a motivational podcast. Like what are the things that just help you keep the momentum humming along at least when life is normal-ish, right? Of course, there are bigger things out of our control that can kill our momentum and like that's okay it's not your fault and we deal with that as it comes but when you can control the controllables what are the things that will help you keep the momentum humming along even if it's not always at 100 because it's so much easier from go to go from like 30 to 80 to 100 than 0 to 10 to whatever right so if we can just maintain some momentum to keep us 
humming along, that will make your life so much easier. But if you do get to zero momentum and you're feeling super stuck, it's okay. You've gotten back on track before. You've gotten back in your groove before. You know what it feels like to be killing the game and you can get back there again. And as a quick bonus tip, because I've been having this conversation with a lot of my clients lately, I think that's super normal at the beginning of the year, like after the holidays. Um, I've had clients with some family and personal stuff come up where they had to step away. And so we've have we've been having this conversation a lot and we always talk about like content and showing up on social media as part of this conversation. Because when maintaining a social media presence and maintaining a level of like visibility and traction and engagement and lead generation with your content is part of your business, that just adds another layer of pressure and just adds another layer of pressure. And you feel like people are expecting something from you or people have noticed that you're gone. And maybe you're feeling like, When you get back, you need to come back with a bang and you need to like put something out that's like mind blowing and you need to explain for your absence or you need to make up for the time you've been away. And once again, more pressure (laughs) does not usually help this situation. So if getting back to consistent content or showing up consistently for your business is something on your list... Do not put pressure on coming up with something mind-blowing as your first post or post back. Let it be easy. And when I say let it be easy, there are a few different options for this. But one of my favorite things is instead of trying to force creativity, try simply documenting what you're doing and adding value where it makes sense for your audience. So instead of creating, documenting. Document over create, especially when you're not feeling creative. Like, Just start documenting your day, adding value where it makes sense for your audience and talking about the things that you're doing. And that can even include like an explanation for why you've been gone, for example. And I literally did this in my Instagram story yesterday and I'm repurposing it into a podcast because I know that this is a really important conversation and I got a ton of responses to the story And again, this has been a theme with my clients, so I know that we need to have this conversation. But that was my first time showing up on social media in like three days or four days because I was horse showing. And honestly, my brain was just in so many different directions from that and wedding planning and house shopping and filing taxes and so many things. So I just took a step back from social media and I was like, okay, what do I say? Right. And instead of thinking, What do I say? What do people need to hear from me? I just started documenting and looked for a way to add value. And I documented my process of how I'm getting back in the groove. And that became my Instagram story. And that story became this podcast. And suddenly everything's cool again (laughs) in terms of like content and feeling creative and like showing up and being visible again. Everything's cool because I took off the pressure and I just documented You can also let it be easy by repurposing something that you've posted before, whether that was an actual post and literally just making that post again. If it's been, you know, several months, people probably won't notice. I've done this so many times and no one ever says anything. And if someone does notice, that's because they love your content and see so much of it and like 
they're going to be happy to be reminded of the message anyway. So you can always repost something. You can also repurpose something and turn it into like a different format. So whether it's a carousel post that you make into a reel or vice versa, or an Instagram post that you turn into an email or whatever, like let it be easy and stop expecting yourself to like reinvent the wheel as your first step back on track. Again, pressure is the enemy of momentum in this case. And so take the pressure off, let it be easy, let it be fun. You don't need to like win the algorithm with your first thing back. However, it is always helpful to do things that are like, easy to engage with like some fun polls or something in your stories. I digress. I hope this has been helpful. And above all, another reminder to give yourself grace, whether you are an entrepreneur or a corporate baddie or a stay-at-home mom or whatever it might be. I know that you're ambitious. I know that you have high standards for yourself because you listen to this podcast and it's so, so easy to fall into the trap of judgment or pressure or just getting down on yourself for not being on your A-game all the time. And it is so counterproductive. So give yourself grace, give yourself permission to rest, rest is productive. And then when you're ready to get back into it, let it be easy and just start building that momentum one step at a time. I promise you will be back at 100 before you know it. And never forget that I believe in you. I'm so proud of you. And getting happier, healthier, and wealthier happens one step at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time. So give yourself grace, be patient, and trust the process. That is all for this week's episode. I hope to see you at my upcoming free live workshop, Become a Client Magnet. Again, that registration is linked to my Instagram. It's linked in this episode description, or you can go to mariewold.com slash client magnet workshop, and I'll see you there. 